Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, and today we have back on Jason Rivera. Jason, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Derek. So I wanted to talk about Altria today. This has been a value investor's favorite for probably before I'm born. Um, <laughs> yes, probably before we're both born. Yeah, so, so not like we need to talk about the company, but t- t- for any listeners who may not know what Altria is, t- tell, t- talk about what the business is. They are a tobacco, specifically cigarette company and smokeless tobacco like Chew company. They're also getting e-cigarettes as well, vaping. Uh, products as well through their acquisition of Jewel Labs, although that's going through some antitrust stuff right now. But their main thing is they own Marble, which is last checked. I think it's in the US. It owns like 43% of the entire cigarette market share in the entire US. I don't know what that is worldwide because Philip Morris, they Philip Morris and Altria used to be combined. They separated and they own the rights overseas. So I don't know what the numbers are overseas, but that is what they do there, tobacco cigarette company, mostly. Yeah. And what's what are your general thoughts on it from the work that you've done on Altria? And are you a shareholder right now or no? I am not. I used to be a shareholder. I am not now. Frankly, I owned them when I first started investing, probably almost 10 years ago. I don't remember why I sold them in full honesty. I have evaluated them several times since then. I do not own shares though currently, although they look pretty appealing right now. They're one of the reasons I love them is they have, again, most people, especially our age or younger, don't quote unquote sin stocks, but they yep. produce so much cash flow. They're undervalued. The balance sheet, uh, balance sheet is enormous. They have enormous competitive advantages. They have all the things we as value investors would want. Yeah. Now they're trading at pretty much the same price that they were trading at in 0405. Yes. Correct. So what's their cash going on? flows and profits keep going up. So what's going on there? What? People, in my opinion, and I can't necessarily prove this, but people, in my opinion, are shying away from a lot of these sin stocks because of the, frankly, the proven negative effects of smoking. It's proven. It's scientific fact that smoking is bad for you, obviously. It is like not debatable anymore. You know, yeah. You look at the old commercial, gold commercials of... <laughs> Doctors are sponsoring a cigarette brand and yeah. Maybe back in the 70s, 80s, it was questionable. Today, not so much. Yeah. A lot of people for those reasons won't invest in this kind of company. And to in my opinion, that's a lot of funds that won't invest in it either, that they're barred from investing in sin stocks. Yeah, and you're seeing that not even with sin stocks, you're seeing that with a lot of companies and institutional investors not purposely investing in things like oil. And that, that's all you could do. We could do a whole episode on that. Quite oh, frankly. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we could. <laughs> An entire episode. Um, but in my estimation, again, I can't prove it, but that's why their share price hasn't really done much in the last 10 or, uh, or 15 plus years is because of that. Now, I mean, there are concerns that their move into e-cigarettes and vaping and all that, that, that it, it hasn't been very well managed. And what are your thoughts on that? It has not been very well managed. Their, I think their purchase price for Jewel Labs was something like $10, $11, billion. Yep. They had to do a significant write-down. And I think it's all, they only valued at like $1.8 billion right now, something like that. 
why how, did and that how much cash flows does, does that business spit off? I don't know what that specific business line spins off the top of my head. Frankly, I would assume it's a small portion because mm-hmm. e-cigarettes, while, <laughs> while gaining popularity, is also facing its own set of pushbacks from the federal government because it's led to vaping has led to a increase in teenage smoking. So they're having their own issues with that, which is a whole nother story. So talk to me about valuation. Why do you like it on a valuation perspective? Based on pretty much every single valuation metric I use, and I don't do DCF valuations. I do Mm -hmm. relative valuations, a bunch of different those. I do back to the envelope valuations by pretty much every valuation it's undervalued by 15 to 20% or 15. Can you, can you, so Jason, let's just look at your back of the envelope math. Yeah. So this is different than the way I value most companies because of their enormous long-term competitive advantages. Most companies I would value at an 11 X EBIT multiple. Okay. Them I would, again, for the competitive advantage we already talked about. So that gets us to a value of about 129.5 billion. Plus cash, they have about uh, just under $2 billion in cash, minus all of their debt at $28.2 billion. That gets us to a value of about $101.3 billion. Their market cap is 93 today. 93. So by that metric, and again, I probably use a 14 multiple on them. I usually use eight or lower for my valuations. But again, 11 or 14 is the multiple I would use for them because of their most competitive advantages. So by that estimation and others, they are pretty significantly, decently undervalued. But when you compare it to the rest of the stocks right now that are going crazy, it's pretty much straight yeah. up, they're pretty significantly undervalued. And what kind of rate of return do you think you would get over the next 10, 15 years buying at today's prices? Honestly, what I would do for the portfolios I manage if I were to buy them is I would expect to earn the dividend and that's it because that's the only thing I have even somewhat in my control is the dividend, which is about what 7.3% right now, something like that. Yeah, a little over 7%. The reason I wouldn't expect anything further, even though I assume they would return that is because the continued decline of cigarettes um, right. and tobacco and its usage throughout, frankly, the entire world. Yeah. Interesting. It's that's a better return than, you know, bonds today. Bonds, that's a whole another episode too. The bonds are not a very good investment to put it nicely in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Anything but, else about Altria before we finish up? I don't think so. It's if you can get around the sin stock thing in my estimation it's a safe blue chip and it'll be around forever unless the government completely shuts it down and you'll earn a inflation beating return just with its dividend. Yeah. Jason, thanks a lot for uh, coming on and uh, talk to you later. All right. Thanks a lot, Eric. You got it. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.